Welcome to CSN The Network Podcast. This is your host, Kayvon Cutler, with my amazing co-host, Dre Nazario Malik Hampton. How are y'all doing this evening? Going great, man. Another day to talk, you know, basketball. A little under the weather, you know. Got some mouth pain going on, but we're going to fight through it and get the people what they want. How you guys? What they say on that movie, never better, brother, never better. I can't remember what movie it was. That's a roll bounce. <laughs> okay, there we go, there we go. <laughs> but y'all know me, I'm blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. Great day to pod. Happy to be here. What's up with you, bro? Man, better now that I'm talking to you two, but just like you, I'm blessed and highly favored. You know, it's baseball season. It's it's at the beginning, but it's still baseball season, so that's that's exciting. Uh, with new sports coming on, it's finally playoff season for NBA basketball, so that's a blessing. This is literally the best time for professional basketball because we get to really catch some elite hoop and some elite hoopers. So I'm excited for these playing games. I'm excited for these first round matchups, and yeah, man, we got the, we had the double excuse me the WNBA draft last night. We just got done with uh, men's and women's college sports, so I'm just excited to address it all and, and tackle some of these topics we we're going to address today. So, you know, with that being said, man, let's let's get it popping, man. Dre, lead us, please. For sure, for sure, for sure. You said it. Uh, it's the most wonderful time in the year. Uh, it's when all sports collide. So, like you said, let's just get right into it. We just uh got finished with the NCAA uh men's and women's basketball tournament. So shout out to the winners there. Uh, on the men's side, you got uh the UConn Huskies, and then on the women's side, you got the LSU Tigers. Um, anything y'all want to add to 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 those championship teams or championship nah, runs, rather? You know, congratulations to UConn. I mean, I think I took uh, I took one to see the mid-major win it, for real, for real, just, just to see if I could. So I think I took FAU. But, I mean, if you go back and listen, I said UConn was probably the best team and probably would win it. Just They had won every game by double digits, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I definitely UConn. wanted to see – I wanted to see FAU do it, though, but it was cool they got there. You know, shout out to them and San Diego State both making it, you know, mid-majors. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, women's side, you know, shout out to LSU. You know, they 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 beat uh, the great White Hope, Iowa, <laughs> you know, Kaylin Clark. You know, she fired, though. I ain't even going to hold you, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just leave it there. You know, congratulations to both teams. You know, she definitely fired, though. Um, uh, but yeah, congratulations. Nah, for sure. And I, I just wanted to piggyback on, you know, um, congratulating um, the men's and women's winners and also acknowledge how UConn, if y'all, you know, we all around the same age in here. If y'all look at it, UConn has been doing their thing in our lifetime. Y'all got to think back in the late 90s. I didn't notice till I looked, but I didn't know uh, Richard Hamilton got a ring in college. So he got he got yeah. one in college, and y'all know we seen Shabazz Napier and Kimball Walker do their thing. So Shabazz Napier got like two of them. Kimball Walker got one, and I know y'all remember uh, Ben Gordon and Amika Okafor and them back in the day getting that ring. So uh, you know, I definitely just want to tip my hat to the 
University of UConn, man, they uh they've been doing their thing over these past. They uh, blue blood stamp now. Say it again. I said they blue blood stamp now. That's a fact. So you know, definitely uh tip my hat to them, man. They they just keep you know it doesn't from what it looks like it doesn't matter who the coach is, they still going to be able to recruit uh good talent. And that talent is going to be able to produce championships, as we can see, man. So it's they got five total in their program's history, and I've I've witnessed at least four in my lifetime. So it's it's just crazy. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. Shout out to UConn. I did want to ask y'all this quick question in regards to the uh, or in reference to the uh, women's game. Um, for a while, for at least a, a week, week and a half, you know how. Uh, the social media era is all you saw on Twitter, Instagram was uh, the controversy between uh, Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and the fact that, you know, Angel, after they won the championship, she hit her with the, you know, hit Caitlin with the, the Tony Yayo and the ring me sign pointing to her ring finger. Um, and a lot of people were mad at Angel. A lot of people were mad at Angel, calling her classless and all types of things, all types of different crazy names. There's grown people doing this, grown people talking about a college athlete. Um, Until, in my opinion, until Caitlin came out, she had her her first interview and she said she didn't have a problem with it. Then after that, everybody kind of just went under a rock and, you know, (laughs) was like, it's whatever. So I just wanted to get y'all opinion on it what y'all thought about it. And I I think for me, you know, on my, on my side, it's just the fact that I think it's twofold. Uh, one, it's great that women's basketball had the whole world's attention for a week, week and a half, um, you know, just off a simple gesture. And then two, it's just sad how adults act in regards to college sports or how, um, competitiveness turned into a, a racial dispute I was I, I saw a post that said Angel Reese or this the 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 women's uh matchup brought back segregation just because it changed it turned into a, a whole racial thing you know just just from two great basketball players competing and you know showing their passion so like I said I just wanted to get y'all's opinion on that real quick yeah, first and foremost, man, I do want to say that um, I love the way women's sports is growing. Um, and Drea and I, you, you know, you and I talked off air regarding our fear of, you know, women's sports really getting properly pushed into the limelight with Kobe passing, um, because that was one of the things that he made a priority was shedding light on women's sports. So I'm just glad, you know, um, RIP to the OG, but I'm just glad to see um, you know, how the game has grown over the years and, you know, the notoriety is getting and, you know, the viewership stamps that. Um, the LSU and Iowa game uh, ended up being the most viewed women's college basketball game on record where they drew in 9.9 million viewers. Uh, it peaked at 12.6 million, but um, I just I just love that so many people were tuned in first and foremost, so I definitely wanted to shed light on that. But secondly... Uh, I'm going to be honest, you know, like you said, it's kind of twofold. I don't think it would have been as much as an uproar if men did this. You know, y'all got to think, you know, when 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 a man dunks on another man in hoops, 
you know, I, I done seen people, I done seen Jason Tatum chest bump Brian when he would play for the Cavs. You know what I'm saying? I done seen people uh, scream in other players' faces. You know what I mean? So I felt like if if these were men that did this, it wouldn't have been so much of an uproar regarding having to show class and these different nice terms that, you know, people try to use because let's just keep it a buck. You know, when the men do things, it's, it's, it's a lot of showboating going on. It's a lot of stuff going on. I'm, I love Steph Curry. You know, he be shimmying and all types of stuff after he is three. So y'all don't y'all don't tell Steph to, um, you know, show more class. Y'all don't tell John Morant to show more class where he's screaming to the crowd after he bangs on somebody. So, you know, I, I just want people to, you know, keep that same energy. Um, but at the same time, you know, my only issue with her doing it was how long she did it for. I'm going to keep it all the way official. I just thought it was a, like a little extra I'm not saying it was classless or anything like that or distasteful, but it's just like if you look at the clip, you know, they was about to go to each other's benches. So she was Angel was on her end of the court where her bench was. So she went she crossed back over the half court just so she could see, just so she could uh Caitlin could see her doing the nose can't see me and then she pointed to the ring. So it was just how long she did it, and I felt it was extra. Uh, just how long she did it, that's it. I don't think necessarily the actions was too crazy. I don't think it was too disrespectful. I just didn't like how long she did it because it just seemed like a long time. But that's my only opinion on it. Um, you know, shout out to both ladies. Shout out to both programs. Um, and shout out to Coach uh, Mulkey, uh, you know, LSU's head coach. She got two national titles at Baylor. And now she got one, you know, in her home state. Um, they're at LSU. So, you know, definitely want to shout out to her, man. She's uh, definitely proven that she's a winning coach. So what you think, though, Lee? Man, I think um, that it was just too big of a topic. It just overshadowed, you know. The more important topic at hand, which was, you know, that, like Dree said, you know, the world was paying attention to college sports, women's college hoops specifically, you know what I'm saying, for a week, you know, um, or it didn't even have to be a week, just, just that game, like, you know, just how many viewers it had it being the most watched game, you know, like, I just feel like, you know, the extra stuff overshadowed it. Um. And not only that, not to cut you off, Leek, but not only that, you make a good point. It overshadows the win, too. I think it took yeah. away from LSU actually winning the championship because they wanted to talk about this gesture that was literally two, three seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, K tell it yeah. might have been five because it was too long. So, <laughs> And like K said, it, just, it really just showed a difference in where people got to, like, I mean, if we being real, was, I feel like it was more of a racial thing, which it shouldn't have been, you know what I'm saying? Um, but we got to start, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to start being equal, you know what I'm saying, down the middle with everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got no problem with them talking their trash, you know. Um, I don't have a problem with them, you know, taunting. Um, but like Kay said, like, just on 
it looks crazy because everybody's magnifying it, you know, because they're women, you know. But at the same time, like, if you think about it, all right, so, like, if you think about it, a guy wouldn't, a, a dude wouldn't do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't catch that in no men's game, like, dude running around, you know what I'm saying? You know, chasing them, you know, just to, you know, give them that, you know what I'm saying? Of course, they're going to talk their trash. Of course, they're going to scuffle, you know what I'm saying? But, like, that's what I don't like about it. That's the that's the dynamic, that dynamic that I don't like about it is that they're not being equal about, you know, just what it should be. It's good basketball, you know what I'm saying? It's women, you know what I'm saying? They're competitive. They're going to talk their trash, you know. It's good basketball. And I also seen there was a narrative push about um uh because I'm on the side with Kay, like I think she was a little excessive with it, you know. Uh but I seen some people trying to justify that like she was that the Angel Reese injury, you can probably, you know, clear this up. They said that the Angel Reese girl said she was offended by how Caitlin did the South Carolina girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she so that's was just, why she that's why she had the motivation to do that. You know what I'm saying? Extra, and oh, and if that's and, and I understand, like, see, see, I'm gonna keep it real with you. You know, as a black dude, you know what I'm saying? As a black male, you know, if I'm if I'm watching the same thing, if I'm seeing if I'm seeing a white dude kill, you know what I'm saying? Some some price some dudes I know, you know what I'm saying, or somebody I compete with, you know what I'm saying? Like and going crazy talking trash to them, and I know we got him next, you know. That might be a little extra motivation for me too, you know what I'm saying? Like just a little get back, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I I feel like a lot of racial stuff went into this, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, she she definitely like expressed that she was waiting for the opportunity to talk junk to yeah. to Caitlyn. But that's also in a in a competitive nature. When you think about like. You and you didn't play it in, you know, championships and stuff like that. Like something just take over you, especially if you you're a competitor. Like if even oh, yeah. if it's just like a rival game, you know how much stuff you you know it's it's some stuff you probably said or did when you play SE or Cap that you don't even remember, and somebody might have been like, "Bro, you you know you was disrespectful." Disrespectful, yeah, <laughs> you know? for like, sure. It's like, I don't even yeah. remember saying that for like my. That's why mom. I said like on the outside looking in, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's easy to say that we viewing it, but if you're a competitor between the lines, you know what I'm saying? You know how it gets for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Just also just want to put that out there though. But if that was her motivation that she was mad that like they was waving off the the girl who couldn't shoot and all that, like. You know, like I I I can't I understand just because I'm keeping it real, just like. The optics of it, you know. I right. understand, and I understand. they watching the same thing we watching. So they watching yeah. all the ESPN clips they see on Instagram where they doing the reels and stuff for Caitlyn talking stuff too. So they seeing the same things. It's, it's just a, it was a funny dynamic, man. I, I think I like I said, I think it was a little excessive, but at the same time, they competing. You know what I'm saying? So let them compete. You know. Uh, that, yeah. that's how they that's how they expressing it that's how they expressing it you just gotta you know yeah i did want to make one more point too i think it's crazy how the media portrays things because i, I saw mm-hmm. a lot of people saying that caitlin was just doing it 
you know, out in the open and she wasn't like, you know, chasing per se, quote in quotes, chasing uh, her opponent. But the thing was, it was just the way that the clip was cut. If you actually watch the game, which I did, when Caitlyn did this to Louisville, she was passing uh, Van Waif. So yeah, Van girl, Waif yeah. was going to her bench. Caitlyn is going to her bench. And she made sure she crossed her path. Yeah. Did the little motion yeah. to Tony Yayo and then went on about her business. So, again, it's crazy how the media tries to portray. And, you know, they'll spin and twist. And it's all about them angles and perspectives. To, you know, you know it'll, it'll skew something real fast. But that's why it's always yeah, important she, to do she, research. She, they, they just wanted to get at her because she – but I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with y'all. And, you know, people don't like my opinion. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's controversial, you know, but I'm keeping it all the way a bean. The only reason why I tuned into that game was because of Caitlin Clark. And I'm keeping it one million percent all the way official with you. And, Dre, you notice I was bigging up the Angel Reese girl when I said why she ain't win player of the year in the SEC. Right. But you put me on game, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, the optics ain't what it seemed. Like, you got to look deeper than the stats, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, so, right. like. Just seeing how both teams play, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Angel Reese did her thing. But who won that game for LSU was that girl who was who had that clip in that first half from three. She went like right. seven to seven. And that, that point guard, uh, number 45. Uh, Alexis, yeah. yeah. She, she got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, really, they really came to play ball, you know? Um, so, I don't want to overshadow nobody. But. That Caitlin Clark girl got it for real, for real. I ain't even, I ain't no, even have facts. to just like, she, facts, she, got, facts. she got something different. No, yeah, she's definitely uber talented, only a junior. Um, So Iowa will be great again. Um, and she needs even, to. So, so, so is Angel Reese. She's only a junior as well. So LSU, yeah. they, they're going to be good again. Um, so she need to team up, team up with the uh, girl from Louisville. I seen she entered the portal. She need to go yeah. ahead and hit Iowa. That'd be deadly. I don't see that working out. They both need to, <laughs> they both need the ball in their hand. I don't see that working out. Hey, Kaylin, she might she Kaylin she she mess around and average a double double out there. She got her with her man. She be looking yeah. to pass. I don't, I don't she just see ain't that got working the, out. You, hey, see, I like you the, see that? I like you the see they don't, they don't got too. no other guards. Caitlin, she works with post players. She's not working. Hey, ain't no. The, she the, been there. The center from our nice. The center from our night. Exactly. That's what yeah, I'm saying. She, she, is not, with, she don't dribble. She, but she, she don't dribble. With, she she got that post work though for sure. Yeah, she working with all post <laughs> players, good post players, three, four, or five. She not she not dealing up with no other guards that's taking away her shots. You see how many not yet. you see she coming up across I feel half you. court she, pulling. Yeah, yeah. Pulling. <laughs> hey, she get no. right to her spot, getting <laughs> it up. You think another dog is going? Nah, I'm nah. Hell no, nah, coach. Cause we just gonna nah, get into a shootout. It really <laughs> like, looked like Steph though. Like she she moving sideways, getting to her spot. Yeah, she nice. She nice. Getting she nice. it up. But yeah, we could talk about that all day. Um, again, congrats to those uh, teams: UConn Huskies, uh, LSU Tigers. Fact, um, great job there. Really looking forward to, like I said, uh, uh next year's season women's basketball is in great hands um and you know obviously the men is too uh let's jump into the nba though 
Oh, we got playing tournaments today, guys. So, um, you know, just give me your your you know a, a quick preview, and then your picks of uh of the playing game. So first up, we got Atlanta Hawks versus Miami Heat. Well, first and foremost, let me state this. Um, you know, I think the playoffs should be extremely entertaining this year. Uh, quick fun fact, y'all know my role on the show. I feel like I'm the analytics guy. Um, up here with the experts. So, um, you know, I just try to support, you know, some of their findings and some of my findings with statistical information. With that being said, reason why I say the playoffs should be fun this year because um, we had six players this year average 30-plus league in the NBA, which is tied most in league history. We had 57 players. I repeat, 57 players average 20 points per game or more this year, y'all. Um, so I think, ever, right? Yep. <laughs> so I yeah. think, you know, just the the shot creating ability, the shot making ability, capabilities now is at an all time high. Um, I can't wait for us to have that conversation to talk old school versus new school. But uh, that's another conversation for another day. But um, you know, I'm looking forward to this uh this first matchup of the play in. You know, we got the Atlanta Hawks at the Miami Heat tonight. Um. You know, first and foremost, I'm taking the heat. You know, uh, Jimmy Buckets is somebody that steps up in the playoffs. His his season totals are unique to me because he's not someone that averages a high point total. You know, he's not one of those guys that's going to get you 25, 28, 29 a, a night during the regular season. But in the playoffs, he's fully capable of doing that. And I fully expect him to execute tonight and get that dub um, and lead his team. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just curious to see how the Atlanta Hawks bounce back. You know, John Collins, uh, their forward, the Atlanta Hawks forward, made an interesting comment today. He said Trey Young is a better playmaker than Steph. Um, and although we don't do any Steph slander, you know, I did want to entertain it real quick coming into this game. Um, but real quick, Lee, because I was telling Dre earlier when we was talking on the phone, since Trey Young has entered the league, so he's been in the league for five years, he leads the NBA in total turnovers with 1,461 turnovers. Not Russell Westbrook. It's Trey Young, y'all. Right? Trey, excuse me. Trey Young is one. Russ is number two with, like, I want to say 1,447. Boom. To even compare him to Steph is crazy because you would think Trey would be like Steph's protege. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he tailors his game after Steph being a shooter, a playmaker. You know what I'm saying? But. He's not really quite the shooter, though. He shot 33 and a half from three this year, which was 130th in the league. But he shot the eighth most threes in the league. So he shot the eighth most, but ranked and ranked 130th in the league at percentage. So I just kind of feels like, you know, I feel like he's a great playmaker. Absolutely. And I love Trey Young. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those dudes that, you know, will argue um, you know, Trey Young, John Morant, not this year, but I would prior to this year, I, I'd still thought Trey Young was better than John Morant. Um, so I just feel like, you know, him being such a crazy mega playmaker is kind of canceled out by some of his uh turnover totals, honestly. And uh, you know, I just wanted to shed light on that. Um and, and make y'all aware of that. But I'm definitely looking forward to this first matchup, though. But I definitely think the heat going uh uh, take care of business for sure. What you to think? Be, though? My fault. Just real quick to be devil's advocate. You are comparing comparing Trey's year five to 
Steph's year, what what is he? Steph is in at least year ten, right? I it's a guesstimation. Yeah, I don't know how many uh, seasons <laughs> stepping in the league off the top of the noodle. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's a that's a guesstimation, <laughs> but and you got to think too, like who Steph has around him versus who Trey has around him. That can affect your numbers as well. So because where Steph has Clay. Um, Draymond, people that can kind of take the attention away from him, I think that kind of, you know, helps, helps your numbers in the fact that you get more open looks because you have a good team versus teams can toggle focus on you and make sure you can't get clean looks off, if that makes sense. But, again, that's just me playing devil's advocate. No, I, I respect that and agree. You know, I, I agree to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? I do think they got some some talent over there. Like I I brought up his name. I, I I think John Collins is straight. I'm not one of those dudes that think he's trash. They also got DeJounte Murray now on that roster, which a lot of people forgot. So that's someone else that can help him, you know, be a playmaker. And that's definitely someone that shows he's a proven defensive player and a proven scorer in this league. Bro was nice with the Spurs. I think people forget that DeJounte Murray is on uh, on the Hawks roster. And real quick, one last time before. Malik and they got uh Bogdan uh Bogdanovich, who's a sharp shooter uh for the Hawks. So they got a couple pieces. You know, I know they traded away Kevin Herter to the Kings, but I just think it's it's interesting with what John Collins said. Cause bro, last year you you and Trey Young got into it. I, I read an article where you, you know, you kind of felt some type of way that the offense always went through Trey. And now a year later, he a better playmaker than Steph, but I digress though. What you what you think though about this not this uh first matchup though, Lee? This Hawks and uh Heat. Um, I think it's uh I think it could potentially go either way just because the Hawks are talented. Um I'm gonna pick the Heat. You know, uh I think they're more playoff built, you know, especially with Jimmy turning it on a little more like you you know, elaborating on, you know, we know he flips that switch, so I expect him to have a big game. Uh, but with the Hawks, um, I don't know, man. Trey Young, he seems to be on his way out, or they trying to get him out of there, you know. Uh, Dream make valid points, you know what I'm saying, about Trey Young, you know. Um, I think while those points do, you know, hold hold some weight, you know, I think the opposite side of that as well is just I don't think he – if you watch the games, like, he's getting his numbers, he's getting his stats, but it's not really, like, translating to wins, you know, in the best way like it used to, I guess, in previous years, you know. Um, so, we'll see. You know, I, I just don't think the Hawks are really in the place to – to really do anything in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm definitely taking the heat, you know, with the trade rumors and all that. And just I think just a lot going on in Atlanta right now. Um and that John Collins stuff, I think that might be like a uh a, a last last chance effort to save Trey, you know what I'm saying? Or or even to change his mind. Cause like he's 
completely at odds right now with the front office from what we've heard, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking the heat on this one. True, true, true. I'm going to take the heat as well. Next up, we got Minnesota versus the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm, I'm taking a, the I'm, Lakers, man. Yeah. Hey, like, we're going we gonna to smack them, especially with Rudy out today. Um, you know, Rudy Gobert specifically, he, he got suspended for his altercation he had with his teammate, uh, Kyle Anderson. Um, this took place on Sunday. Um, but, you know, real, real quick. Uh, sidebar, you know, I want to say I'm proud of my my Lakers, man. Uh, we started the season out two and ten, um, just to come out of the All Star break and have you know the second best record uh, to finish the season at fifteen and seven. Uh, we had the number one defensive rating in the league after the All Star break, uh, so I'm just I'm just proud of them and how they fought. You know, me being a Laker, uh, since I jit, you know, I understand that the standard is championship or nothing. And I still agree to that, but I, I love the fight they showed, um, you know, positioning themselves to be in the playoffs this year, battling all the way back to the seventh seed. And I think we got a chance, man, especially, you know, uh, with Gobert being out, as I just mentioned, and that team dealing with chemistry issues. I think, uh, you know, I think uh, we're going to get this dub tonight and move on and, and play the Grizzlies and handle our business against them, especially with what Dylan Brooks said today. I know Braun Leak, I know Braun and A.D., feeling inspired and motivated, man. Bro talk a lot of cash, so I just can't wait, man. Um, but, yeah, what y'all think, though? Who y'all got tonight? Well, Leek already said it. Who you got, Drake? Uh, I think the Lakers as well. Um, they on a, you know, how it is when you get hot at the right time. Um, I feel like they, they uh, you know, they, they steamrolling right now, so they in a good spot to go ahead and take care of business. Like you said, especially what what the Timberwolves are uh, dealing with as far as you know chemistry and all of that good stuff. Um, next we got the Bulls and the Raptors. These can be quick. You ain't even gotta get into it. I'm taking the Raptors. You know, just a little more playoff tested. I don't really got much for that. It's bad basketball going on. You yeah, know, for sure. I'm that's gonna, a whole I'm fact. I'm gonna stick with the Raptors. I'm just gonna take the Raptors. I got mad love and respect for uh DeMar DeRozan. Um our fellow Tar Heels on that roster too, getting buckets coming off and Kobe White League. So I'm gonna take the Bulls in that matchup, man. I got the Bulls beating beating the Raptors. I know it's in Toronto, but I got the Bulls beating them, man. They got two guys that could get you twenty five plus on any given night, and Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. So hopefully, uh, you know, they can continue to score their season average and help the Bulls get a win. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with it. I'm going to side with Leak and go uh, with the Raptors. Uh, I watched the Bulls play a couple of times this year. I'm just not not that impressed. Um, they don't have good chemistry either. It's just, a, I don't know, their offense is weird. And Demar and Zach don't really work well together, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, so so I'm gonna go with the Raptors. Uh, next we got uh OKC and the Pelicans. Shea Gill, I'm taking yeah. the, the Thunder. You know that's my guy. Um, 
you can go ahead and put put the put the mortgage on thirty tomorrow. <laughs> he, he he will have thirty, you know. Um, but now, nah, yeah, I, I I'm just taking the Thunder uh, just because like Shea Gill is like probably my favorite player after LeBron, you know. Um, but I can see the Pelicans winning it for sure, you know. Uh, Bi CJ could definitely be problems for him, but I'm taking Shea, man. My boy made the all-star game. He should have been a starter. You know what I'm saying? I think he's definitely, like, top three in scoring in the league. You know, um, it's, it's a great year. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully he get all-NBA, too. He should, you know, but I can see him getting nasty. But I got the Thunder case. Yeah, man. Hey, that's that's a lot of love. I did not know you felt that that way about Shea in regards to him being your favorite player behind Braun. Shea definitely nice, though. He's smooth. I love the pace he played with. I love his game, man. I know the Clippers. Hey, real quick, I know the Clippers looking like, Dag, we could have kept Shea and had him with Kawhi, and they might have had something lethal over there. But that's neither here nor there. Um, however, um, I'm taking the Pelicans, though, um, even without Zion. I just like the uh the scoring capability of uh you know what BI can do, what CJ McCollum could do. So I I'm picking them. I'm picking them against the Thunder though. Yeah, BI been going crazy here lately. Yeah, he's nice. Uh let me see. This one's just gonna be a shot in the dark. I'm going with the Pelicans. <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah, like I said, B I been he been going crazy. Um, as of late, so uh, I'm gonna hang my hat on him. Uh, taking a a, a closer look into the rest of the NBA playoffs. Um, starting Saturday, you got the uh Brooklyn Nets versus the Philadelphia Sixers, 76ers. Who y'all got? Definitely taking Sixers. the Sixers. Yeah, definitely taking the Sixers. I love what uh you know Mikael Bridges and them boys uh have been able to do with Brooklyn and Cam Johnson. You know, shout out you know our fellow Tar Heel and Cam. But uh, yeah, they're not they're not going to beat the Sixers, man. They're on a crash. They're on a crash collision course to to face and you know get beat either by the Bucks or the Celtics. But I don't. I'm not taking anybody else to beat uh the Philadelphia 76ers outside of the top two seeds in that conference. So yeah, I'm definitely taking the Sixers. Thanks. You agree, Lee? Yeah, I, I said it at the same time. I, I didn't have much to say. Sixers. <laughs> okay, Sixers. That's, Sixers, that's it. I'm not taking uh, Bridges in them. Yeah, uh, you got the Celtics that will that will end up playing the seventh seed. And for me, I think they're gonna go ahead and take that. Obviously, you know, into the next <laughs> round. So, <laughs> not sure if you guys have any more to add there. Um nah, also, watch the Yeah. Also in the uh the East we got the, the Knicks versus the Cavaliers. I'ma go mm-hmm. with the Cavs. Yeah, I'm taking the Cavs too, man, but I think that could be a, a nice little entertaining series, you know. A lot of a lot of good young talent on both sides, you know. So I'm definitely gonna sure. tune in to those games for sure. Um just because I think it's going to be entertaining. Um, I think the Cavs have the better team, though. 
Um, but, you know, like I said, it's going to be entertaining. Uh, Brunson, Randall, you know, Barrett, they can all go get some buckets too over there. So, you know, it, it'll be entertaining for sure. I, I'm, I'm going to tune into that one for sure. Yeah, I agree. And that's my point exactly. Thank you for bringing it up, brother. And that's why I, I, I second those thoughts in regards to uh, that series being one of the most entertaining series that we have in this first round, uh, you know, playoffs of the playoffs, excuse me. But I'm taking the Knicks, man. You know what I mean? I'm going to hold it down. I'm taking the Knicks in seven, man. Julius Randle, Brunson, RJ, they're going to go crazy, man. So I'm taking I'm taking the Knicks in seven. But that's definitely uh, one of my favorite matchups uh, in this first round for yeah. sure. I'm going to be tuned into that one. I'm going to watch that for sure. Yeah, that's that's going to be good basketball. This is going to be all good basketball, for real, for real. Like, you know, uh, this is this is best time of the year, like we said at the beginning of the pod. Like, this is the only time I truly enjoy watching basketball besides, like, when the Tar Heels are on and good. You know, we ain't going to speak on this year. So. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, Heading over to the West. Uh, we got the Golden State Warriors versus Sacramento Kings. <laughs> no, I know Kay's going to be long-winded about this one, so I'm going to go ahead and give you mine. I think this is going to be an entertaining series, too. Um, And with Wiggins coming back, I don't see the Kings really uh, winning it, though. Um. It's unfortunate because, you know, they've been lighting the beam all season. You know, De'Aaron Fox, nice. Sabonis is nice. They've had a good year, you know, um, up-and-coming team. But I I just don't see them coming out of this first round over the Warriors, you know. And a lot of people are picking them, you know. But this will be for real, for real, everybody on that team's like – not everybody, but just about everybody on that team's first run in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying, especially – the the first for the, the top guys, you know. Um, so I'm taking the Warriors in that series too, but I think that could be uh, sneaky entertaining as well. Maybe go six or something. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't – first and foremost, I don't like the Kings like that, being a diehard Lakers fan. I know they didn't beat us back in the day when they had Chris Webber and Paige Stoakovich and Mike Bibby and all them. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. Sometimes when I feel I want to get inspired, I go watch that game seven of the 2002 uh, Western Conference Finals between uh, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Kings, and I just did it last night. Uh, yeah, I just I just love those battles. That was a great team back then in reference to the Kings. I do have respect for them, but I just – the game y'all cheated? You know, it's a conspiracy theory behind Yeah, that yeah, yep, that yep. series. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That is the game okay. that they they claim we cheated. Like there is, uh, there's a lot of big foul discrepancy. Yup, yup. Yeah, but they still had their chance at the end. Pager had a wide open three at the end. They could have beat us in regulation. No yeah, excuses, bro. You. You're right. Even with all that, they could have still beat us in regulation, y'all, and we beat them in overtime. So, uh, I'm taking the Warriors though. Um, you know, Sacramento. They have some great pieces over there. And Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox, you know, definitely got respect for those youngins. They can hoop for sure. However, the Kings are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Uh, they have one of the worst defensive ratings in the league. 
Uh, and off the strength of that, you know, a lot of people don't know Clay Thompson is one of three people to have hit 300 threes in the season. Uh, he did it this year, which was a career high, um, you know, joining Steph and James Harden regarding hitting 300 threes in the season. So I just think with how Clay's been playing this year, Steph been hooping, um, Wiggs is back. They got Gary Payton too. Dante DiVincenzo been hooping for them. And, you know, I didn't even mention the development and growth of Jonathan Kaminga, who I talked about at the beginning of the hoop season when we was on the pod. I know Lee and Dre remember. And Jordan Poole, another 20-point scorer. So I'm definitely taking the Warriors. Uh, I think they can get it done at five, six max. But I'm definitely taking the Warriors. For sure, I'm not mad at the pick. I think the Warriors, too, I think their experience is going to take over and kind of, you know, uh, get the Kings up out of there. Uh, I think it will be a, a great series, though, but I think the Warriors end up winning. Um, Next, we got the – where are we at? Oh, Bucks. Um, They'll play the eighth seed. Um, they'll, they'll – you know, that's that's quick. It, it yeah. don't matter. Yeah, yeah that's a dub. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> that's quick. That's quick. That's quick. Then you got the Nuggets series. They'll play the eighth seed as well on the west side. Um not a, I will I will say this. Um the West is definitely more open than the East is. Yeah. But I still don't see the eighth seed, whoever that may be. Um as long as it's not my Lakers and I don't think it I don't think it will be. Mm-hmm. Uh I I think uh I think the Nuggets should get whoever has the eighth seed out the way. Yeah. Uh, I think the Pelicans it might give them fits though. For sure. If they for get sure. the Pelicans. If they, yeah, if they get them, it's going to be it. I think they still beat them, but I think it, I think it just be a, a little bit a more competitive series. than it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then we got the Grizzlies series. They'll, they'll play the seventh seed, which we're saying will most likely be the Lakers. Um, what y'all thinking there? Well, you already kind of said what you was thinking, okay, so – we think we yeah, think. I mean, that's going to be a good series, you know. I think they, they match up well, you know. Um, Lakers play defense, though, you know, so that, that'll that be the deciding factor there. You know, I think they'll be able to buckle down and play a little more grittier, more efficient basketball, you know, when it, when it comes – when it comes time to, you know, the playoffs is all about, you know, making the most out of every possession, you know. Um, but, yeah, nothing more than that. You know, I'm a Laker fan, you know, so I'm around with the Lakers regardless. I heard that. I heard that. Um, Clippers versus the Suns. That's, that's my um, outside of – the Knicks and the Cavs, and the Clippers outside, Suns play first round. The Clippers Suns play first round. Yeah, absolutely, brother. And outside of the Kings and the Warriors, uh, that is to me the most entertaining series between those two. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Without PG, I still think the Clippers beat them. I think the I was Clippers about to say. I think the Clippers might clip them still. They they a hey, leak. They still got a lot of depth. We got somebody, excuse me, they got somebody that can guard KD. No problem. No problem. 
So it's just on, you know, Russ and Norman Powell and the rest of them boys, what they're going to do in regards to their scoring output. Uh, but I, I definitely – that's going to be a great entertaining series. Uh, but I'm – you know, that's 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 what I was talking to you about specifically, Malik, uh, before we we hopped on the air. That's that's my hot take. I got the Clippers beating okay. the Suns in the first round of the playoffs. Calling it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm like, uh, it's gonna be tough. Um, I'm gonna roll with you, man. I don't like the Suns, so I'm gonna just take the Clippers. You know, just for that reason right there. No, no issues with KD. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, outside of KD. Um, I don't care too much for them. They, I just think the Suns are front runners, bro. Real talk. Exactly. That's front what runners. I mean, bro. Like, so we gonna a lot see. of antics going on over there. That's a fact. So we we <laughs> we gonna see. What you think, though, Drizzy? Um, I think the Suns win. I think the Suns win. I think it is gonna be a good match. Yeah, I do think the Suns win. I think KD takes over. I think he does his thing. Then you got Booker too. Yeah, I think I think that's what the Suns were missing last year. They just needed one more person, one more guy, and they got that in KD. So I think it's gonna be the Suns at least this series. Y'all know KD, the first person to ever do the uh, 50-40-90? Yeah, he nice. Where um specifically and and just you know just to help my brother, you mean like uh because I saw that today you mean like shooting fifty five percent and up because Steph did it his yeah. MVP years shooting fifty four ninety and so did Steve Nash that year he got it over Kobe. Uh, okay, so was it fifty five? Yeah, that's even yeah. crazier though. No, that's a fact. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, he's not. Literally the first guy to go 50, 40, 90, but I, he is the first NBA player to have a 55% field goal percentage while shooting, you know, uh, 40% from three and 90% from the foul foul line. For those that do not know what that means. Uh, that's, so that's, he the first to do 55, 40, 90. Yes, sir. Um, and to be, to be quite frank, um, it's really, it's really 56% late. Um, cause I like to round up. Y'all, y'all know we like to round up. His his, his field goal percentage is fifty five point nine. That's crazy, man. So he nice. I like to round up. Y'all know in the he national nice. media they gonna say fifty five because <laughs> it's it's that fifty five point. You know they going off that whole number in front of the decimal. But I, he he shot fifty six from the field this past season, y'all. It's crazy. Nice. That's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah, with that being said, I'm a Hang my hat on KD and the Suns uh, getting it done in the first round. Um, if y'all don't have anything else to add, that's all we have for the NBA. We good? All right, cool. Taking us right into the WNBA. Like Kay said earlier in the episode, uh, we had the WNBA draft last night. And I'll just name off some, uh, you know, notable players. Aaliyah Boston went number one. She is the second South Carolina uh, women's basketball player to go number one in the draft uh, behind Aja Wilson, uh, who plays for the Las Vegas Aces at the at this uh, particular moment. Uh, Diamond Miller, she went number two. Um, 
Maddie Segrist, she went number three. Um, also another another notable pick, Haley Jones, she fell to number six, which I was surprised by. Um, uh, but Dallas had, uh, the WNBA is weird, so Dallas had picks three, four, and five. So they, I guess they went in a different direction. But Haley Haley Jones, who played for Stanford, she went at number six. Um. Uh, also wanted to note that South Carolina had three players going to top ten of the draft. Uh, like I said, Aaliyah Boston at number one. Uh, Leticia. Uh, that was the I don't know how to say her last name, so I ain't even gonna try. She went at number eight, and then Zaya Cook. Uh, she went at number ten. Um, South Carolina also had total five players drafted. Um, all of their seniors got drafted. Well, except with the exception of one, uh, got drafted in the in the draft last night. Uh, they had Bria Bill who went in the second round, and then um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. She was the other big. She went in the third round. So even though South Carolina didn't get it done in the NCAA tournament, they definitely got it done in the WNBA draft. With I I would I think with the most players drafted last night, um, you know, from, from one team. So shout out to Don Staley. She doing a lot of things, right. That's all I got, brother. Well, is there anything else late that you want to add Dre? Nah, man. Shout out to all the girls getting to live their dream. For show, for show. You know, it's still crazy though. Great basketball. It's still crazy. They gotta try out though. It's not like they 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 still gotta try out for the team and make the team, even when you get drafted. Oh wow. Yeah, the NBA WNBA is a little different. (laughs) It's different. different No no guarantee spots. At all. (laughs) I wouldn't even go to the draft. (laughs) (laughs) You still gotta work to do. Yeah. Nah, it's crazy. Yeah, we uh, get ready to watch this ball, man. Nah, that's that's a fact. Y'all uh, be on the lookout for us. You know, we we got some interviews coming up for y'all soon. Our next episode may be an interview, so you know, just keep keep your eyes and ears open for us. And uh, you know, going forward, it's nothing but basketball and baseball till we get back to Lake and I's favorite time of the year, which is football season. So we got something to hold us over. Um, You know, y'all make sure y'all look out for that Ryan Garcia, uh, Tank Davis fight too, because that's coming up in the next two weeks. Let me add. I'm trying to go to that. Let me throw that in there. What's up? So, uh, you know, with that being said, man, um, you know, shout out to everybody that keeps listening. Please continue to like, subscribe, view, and share the content. This is your boy, K. I'm with Drizzy. I'm with Leak the God. And we out, man. Peace and blessings. Peace.